Good morning and welcome. You've got Sarah Myers, Dustin Atwood in the studio, A1 Custom Car Care. We have a very special guest today that I'm super stoked about. We have Mr. The One, The Only, Nick Reed on the show this morning. Hey, yay, it's me. This is very exciting. Well, thank you for being our guest yeah, and allowing us kidding? to interview you today. I think it's awesome. I'm going to ask all the hard questions. You're going to yes. ask me my, all uh, like the things that Dustin can't figure out? Yeah. I, that, that would be great. Like, yeah. I need somebody <laughs> to fill that that space there. That would be fantastic. You know, I am just one notch above totally incompetent <laughs> when it comes to vehicle knowledge. Just one notch above. You seem to you seem to do well. You, you got well, here today. Things are going good. Yeah. Mm-hmm, we we yeah. don't typically see you in the shop all that often for unexpected things. Not anymore. <laughs> I've learned my lessons over the years. It happens. So we always start out, and you need no introduction at all. Um, I do like an origin kind of exploration i guess if you will with all of our guests i want to change yours a little bit and uh if you don't mind it's been a minute that uh we've been working together can we talk about like at the Mm -hmm. beginning the the, you know the uh, original visit because i remember it do you do you remember that visit you don't at all i don't you had the uh, green okay it was a a contour yep you had the green contour what did i have it in for you had just moved back from i was um, up working in milwaukee milwaukee Mm -hmm. that's right and i think you had been to another few shops or at least one other one and i remember you having a a big laundry list of things and i think you were wanting a second opinion uh you had some brake issues i happened to be the one that uh had looked at the car i think we fixed it for a few hundred bucks and you drove that car for actually quite a while yeah, until I didn't want to any longer. Yeah. I, I sold it. I remember sold it some this couple, and they needed a car for their daughter. I think uh-huh. she was in college or something. That would have been a good car, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that did what you needed to mm-hmm. do, obviously. Yeah, sure did. Got good gas mileage yeah. and solid vehicle. Absolutely. Drove well. And so I honestly, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. I didn't listen to talk radio, so I didn't know who Nick Reed was at that point. Well, at in time. that point, probably even people who listen to talk radio didn't. No, well, I hadn't been on that long here. Kent and I were actually, which Kent, uh, for those of you out there, he does a ton of work behind the scenes. Um, him and David had come in, which was the owner of the company at that time, and Kent was fired up about Nick Reed. Oh, really? And I didn't realize that I had had any interaction with you at that okay. time. But he's like, this guy's going to be big. we gotta, <laughs> we, <laughs> we got to get on the ground floor here. And you know how passionate Kent is oh, about yeah. things. Yeah. And uh, he was absolutely right. I mean, as we've gone on. Well, I didn't know that. That's yeah, neat. He, and and he's, I, we were just talking about that this morning, and he was huh. just as fired up. He's like, yeah, that's been so awesome. So I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. No clue. I'm giving you a little behind-the-scenes yeah look here and so as that happened you know we we serviced your car you got to see us kind of from the front side how is that kind of giving you a look into the automotive industry because you've you've kind of gotten to see behind the scenes a lot with right well until and this is honest to goodness uh, that i started taking my vehicles to you all i just assumed that i was going to get screwed over yeah i did now i didn't I, I didn't think that I definitely was going. I just assumed there was a chance that mm-hmm. I was going, I should say, because I knew I didn't know. And I and I actually remember this funny thing going back to when I moved from here to Wisconsin. And I remember on the same day looking for a new doctor that I was looking for a place to take my vehicle. Yeah. 
And when it came to looking for a new doctor, I just took the first name off of, you know. But I spent all this time. <laughs> I remember thinking, how dumb am I here? I just randomly pick any random doctor. <laughs> yeah. But when it comes to my vehicle taken care of, I, I spent all the asking people, where do you – and it's just because I knew. I knew. I was like, I got to find somebody that's trustworthy yeah. because I don't know what I don't know. And they're going to know that I don't know it. And And I just – and and I had it happen up there. I remember specifically taking my vehicle in for I don't even know what it was, and you know afterwards whatever they told me needed to be done is like eh, I don't think I want to do it. And they're like, well, you know, we already put a new battery in and threw your old one away. Oh so that, wow. yeah. And, and I thought, Jiminy Christmas, you no know, kidding. they get you coming and going. And then of course my experience was totally and completely different. You guys, it really was sort of a match made in heaven because I already was. I bought into you guys because of the experiences I had had, and then you all were looking, you know, to do some advertising yeah. to expand and everything, and so it just worked out perfectly. It wasn't one of those deals where you guys came along and were like, "We want to find an endorsement and try to convince me." Right? Uh, we already had that relationship, which was great. Well, and you got to see a true, genuine experience yeah. of it. It wasn't like, "Oh, this guy's super important," you know, roll right. out yeah, the red yeah, carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, you got to see what everybody else mm-hmm. gets to see, yeah. essentially, and. The other part of that is it's not always not knowing, like, on your side of it. If if you don't watch it, you run into a shop that doesn't know either. And then, you know, their lack of being informed really affects you because they try this and they try this and they try this. And then you're stuck with all that. And a lot of times, unfortunately, they never fix the car. Well, it's something else that I remember and it's still this way. Of course, I'm friends with you guys now, yeah. so the relationship is a little bit different. But the thing about vehicles, they're, it's generally matter-of-fact, right? Mm-hmm. So if I bring in my vehicle, something's going wrong with it, there's a determination, here's what it is. It's just straightforward. It's the sort of thing that you guys see all the time. You're almost like doctors in that way, right? Okay. Well, but to the person who brings it in, they do not want to hear bad news. Yeah. And those are two totally different worlds. and particularly people that are living on fixed incomes and you know it can be it can be financially devastating news yeah. how am i going to pay my rent how am i going to do this how am i going to do that and they really worry about that stuff and so it's very very easy for there to be a a, a miss connection there because you have the person who comes out this is their everyday life they're like well here's what's wrong it's going to cost you this much delivering this news in such a sterile matter of fact way to a person that it's emotionally devastating and i didn't find that with you guys i found i mean i don't you know it's not like somebody came out and gave me a hug like hey listen (laughs) you know you need to sit down for this do you have anyone you can call (laughs) (laughs) right it wasn't but you know you could tell there was some empathy and an understanding that you know, yeah, this this sucks. Yeah. Um, and I also like the fact that it wasn't scare tactics. I, you know, I've been to places before. They're like, I don't know if I can legally let you. I've been told that before. I don't wow. know if I can legally let you leave, you know, with this um, versus what you all do. And, and, of course, you in the time that I've been taking my vehicles to A1 Custom Car Care, uh, the there's been a, um, a – a focusing, a kind of a refining of this delivery message, if you will. Absolutely. Where, where here are the things that, you, look, you really got to take care of these. Hey, here's some things that you could probably get away with for a little while, um, but they will become a bigger mm-hmm. issue. And here are things that 
yeah, it may be annoying, but in all honesty, you can probably get away with sure. it for the duration of the vehicle. Um, and so all of those things made me realize that you guys weren't there just to rip people off or to make as much money as possible. I also like the fact that you guys have always been upfront and transparent about the fact that, um, yeah, we're probably not going to be the cheapest all the time. Yeah. But there's reason for that because we get the parts that we can guarantee. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to do that for you. Um, and, uh, you know, so th- those are all the things that I learned just through my experience as a customer. Now, as I've gotten to know those of you over the years and become friends with you, I have the additional behind the scenes knowledge that you guys just and gals are really good people that like what you do um, and really do want to help people. And I hear that sometimes when you guys get new hires. You know, mm-hmm. I'll sit there um, and I had, I don't know when it was, sometime in the past year or so, and chatting with somebody who I didn't really know that well. And he was just telling me about his decision to. Um, I think it was a veteran mm-hmm. deciding he wanted to try something brand new and just going on and on about what a great decision it was and how grateful he is to be working for such wow. great people. And I hear that from people that work for you all, and I think that says a lot as well. One of my foundation questions for all of our folks is, is this what you want to be doing? Mm. And in today's climate with, you know, it's hard to find talent, it's hard to find folks, um, that's a dangerous question because if they give you an answer that, no, I really don't want to be yeah. here, well, you know, but the reality is that's the most important thing at any company. And I think that goes by the wayside a lot. I choose to be here every day. It's not easy. <laughs> I have days that completely, you know, work me over big time, but I never wake up the next morning and think, oh my God, I've got to go to work yeah. today. You know, that's a big deal. I want to be here and I want to be surrounded by folks that want to be here, right. you know, maybe not as much as I do. Hopefully someday they will, uh, but they choose to be here. This is the industry that they they want to be in. This isn't just a job. You can, you can teach skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a certain degree, yep. but you can't teach passion. You can't right. teach attitude. You can't teach a person to have a love for something that they naturally don't. We go through that here. Oh, you know, I bet. We, we have those conversations as we, over time, you hire people. You, oh my gosh, well, on paper they look great. They had all this sales experience and and they have the quote skills, but if the attitude and, and that mentality isn't there, then I, you know, forget about it. Yeah, it, it, and it poisons everything around you and all the great folks that you've got. Time flies, and this is going to be a very quick show, but we're going to step into a break, and we'll be right back after this. Welcome back. You've got Miss Sarah and Dustin, A1 Custom Car Care special guest, Mr. Nick Reed, kind of talking about where we came from, kind of how you got to know us. Yeah. And that has been, I'm going to say, close to 10 years at this point. It's probably been over. I don't know how long I was back before the relationship started but i it's i've been here 11 years since april wow and i i I bet it wasn't much more than a year that i had been here maybe even a little more so it's easily been a decade but perhaps a little over and that's fantastic we used to go out and i used to see you on the uh, Nixa at uh, it was Bricks Belgian Waffle yeah. back then. Now mm-hmm. it's changed yeah. hands. Yeah. And that's right. You guys have moved to Scramblers, and, uh-huh. and Ryan comes over and visits yep. you guys now. Yep. Sure does, which is fantastic. Miss mm-hmm. Sarah, I want to bring you in on this. Yeah, I'm here. 
So you came in probably about, what? how long has that been ago? Five years ago? Yep, five years in December. And so kind of give me your take on this. Now, you got to hear me preach and and uh, gloom and doom sometimes. Uh, if you don't change your oil, you're... You're going to pay. You're going to burn. Um, what has been your kind of take on getting kind of the behind the scenes look of, you know, what we portray obviously here on the show. And then uh, you come in, you're going to be in, I think, a little bit later today. And we're going to get some things done on your car. What has that changed your mind from? Did you think you would get taken advantage of? And Well, it's pretty similar to Nick's story. I also had that similar experience of feeling like I was going to get taken advantage yeah. of. And unfortunately, I have been taken advantage of when it comes to shops. I've had things um, that they said that they fixed that they didn't yeah. fix. I've had them replace things that they weren't supposed to. Right. Tell me things that um, they were going to fix and then I got billed and just disasters. Yeah. So I wasn't really that excited to walk into A1 Custom sure. Car Care the first time. Um, but over time, uh, you guys definitely gained my trust and my loyalty. And that's, I'm ne I would never go anywhere else at this point. Well, I appreciate that yeah. a bunch. And to kind of speak of that, you know, it's easy to talk about all of our wins all over the time. Um, Nick, we've been doing stuff for you and, and honestly quite a bit at different points in time. Yeah. Um, I, I remember a, a point in time where I just basically asked, hey, give me your car and let me do what I want to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, so I want you to experience what it could be even on an older car with some miles on it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and a couple of different vehicles, uh -huh. in fact. I, I remember that, and you did. You're like, you know, I, I don't remember. I mean, a hundred and some thousand miles yeah. on it, I think, at the time. And you did. You're like, you know, why don't you let me go in and just basically take care of it? Yep. The, the, all these things. I had never, other than oil changes, I suppose, worried about hoses and belts and unless it went sure you know boom, 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 boom. yeah it's, you know you hear that and i go oh, it's time for a new belt and uh i remember getting it back and just thinking i cannot believe how much better this car drives <laughs> i it was crazy and i always know that there's going to be a difference but the 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 performance just the quality decreases so subtly mm -hmm. generally that you don't notice it. right it's kind of like when you start letting yourself go, you know, <laughs> until until you look a pic, uh, you look at uh, your high school yearbook or a yeah. picture from five years back, going, "Oh my gosh, look how awful I look today," and uh, and so getting it back and you know another aside from I think that was the focus that we I had think that we done. did the focus but and we the, did Dakota. the Dakota, yeah. And I remember after that Dakota, which it's an '87 Dodge Dakota, my grandma. Brought, bought it brand new. It was the I think the only vehicle, if not the only, the first one she ever bought mm -hmm. brand new. And I was ten years old when she got it. Oh, wow. She was the one owner, and and she died, and so I still have it. And after um, you all had done whatever it was you did to it, went over it and updated what needed to be updated. Oh yeah. And it was not long after that I was picking up my brother when he was living in town for something, and we got in the truck and. And I just I started up, and I remember him looking at like the steering column where the keys went in. He goes, "I've never seen that happen before." And I said, "What?" He goes, "It start up just like that." <laughs> I said, "I know," and just driving it just made a tremendous amount of difference. And uh, you know, different people get 
whatever they want out of cars. You yes. know? Some people lease them because they want new ones all the time. Some people uh, just put 50,000 miles on. Some people want to drive them forever. Yeah. But what I am a firm believer in is now, anyway, that if you do that maintenance, you keep on top of it, then you are going to get to choose when you get rid of it. The car isn't going to choose yes. when you have to get rid of it. Or at least it increases the likelihood. Cause... And there's still some value there. You know, a lot yeah. of folks drive it until it's worth nothing, and I see it go to the scrapyard. And, and that's a really hard hit to take. And, and so, like, my family and, and close members and then, you know, the people that believe in what it is we do, a lot of times I will see them get just as much, if not more, out of it when they've put a bunch of miles mm-hmm. on it. Um, I know I did it here a little while back, uh, my service truck, you know, I run a, a, a service truck throughout our stores and, uh, we got exactly the same amount that we paid for it back. Wow. Um, and I had put over 150,000 on it. So it had a little over 300 when we sold it, but because it was in impeccable condition mm. mechanically and cosmetically, it was in pretty good shape. Um, we got the exact same money wow. back out of it many years later and I'm sure it's still out there yeah, so working and getting things done. So excluding your upkeep and gas exactly. and everything, you yep. had a free vehicle. Yeah, and I was able to apply that towards the next one, mm-hmm. you know, so you kind of get to where you're building on it. Yeah. So if you buy, you know, a new vehicle, at least you get the tax credit for selling the old one, which is a big deal. I feel like an old man every time I talk about <laughs> taxes. But the the more I, you know, do things financially, I'm like, man, that's a you better be in the know on the tax side of yeah. it. And the cost of ownership, et cetera. I mean, that's thousands of dollars. But, yeah, so the cost of ownership is all we were out on that, and we got that money back and applied it towards the next one. So the, you don't just – it's it's truly a investment as far as I'm concerned. And then having the ability, to your point, that you know when you want to choose – and you're, you've kind of been in this boat the last couple of years. We've talked about it. You know, yeah, I'd like to buy a new truck or a newer truck, but you're not at a point that you're forced yeah. to buy one. And that gives you such power instead of literally taking a taxi to the dealership and mm-hmm. saying, you got to sell me something. Right. Who's who's holding the cards on that yeah. deal? And that, that's the p- position I'm in now is I, I know I've joked I've been buying a new truck for years yeah. um, because I have. But it's so hard. I've got a, that Dakota mm-hmm. paid off. Uh, I got that focus paid off. Yep. You know, they're not the greatest vehicles in the world, but they're paid off. I mean, they're, you know, there's yeah. not having a payment on those things. Uh, but at my in my mind right now, I'm just driving that focus until it doesn't drive anymore, and then you know I'll be able to buy a But I, I could now if mm-hmm. I wanted to. I've been prepared to, but I don't have to. But every mile you get out of that is is just a little more return. Mm-hmm. On investment, and that's been probably three or four years ago that we did a a pretty mm-hmm. good amount of work yep. to the focus. Um, served you well. I do have to say, um, I hope it's still this way on the Dakota. It that is. has the coldest air conditioning. Yes. Ever. And I tell people that you have said that. It, it really, really does. Oh, my God. I mean. And it's it right away. <laughs> yes. It, it, I mean, it'll sit there forever, and it'll be in the middle of the summer, fire it up, turn it on, and it is colder than... Any air conditioner that I've ever come across in a vehicle. It was fantastic. I don't I, know why that is. The uh, It was one of the times we had it in for service, and it was like August, and you know we're in the shop just sweating to the oldies, man. It is just dying in there. And, you know, we did whatever, and, you know, we test drive the vehicles afterwards and, and prior as well. But um, I think it was on, you know, just as I got in. And before I, I had backed out of the bay and started around the building at Republic, I'm like, 
holy cow, this thing is fantastic. Yeah, you see people, they'll uh, be selling old vehicles, and they're like, oh, new tires, great air conditioner. I could really lead with the air conditioner. Yes. They're like, no, really. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah, you sell that thing in August well, or and July. Well, and the cab's so gonna, small yeah. anyway. That's the hilarious thing about it. I mean, it's the, it's got the bench seat, and mm-hmm. that you know, it's right up against the back window. And for the amount of real estate in there to have an air conditioner <laughs> that powerful and, and But that that's a cold. big selling point, though. I mean – it, it, it nobody wants to be sweating and dying in their yeah. car. I like alone. it because it also has a floor vent. I, I, it does, doesn't yeah, it? I love that. Most people are like, "What?" I mean, depending on your age, I, like that's a, a fancy. Floor vent. It yeah. is. I didn't know. Yeah, it's got a. You pull a vent and then it opens up a little trap, or yep. I guess huh. you'd call it, yep. and, and so air can flow up. That way, if you don't want to turn the air on, but you want some airflow, it'll interesting pull it in from down. I didn't know that. Down. It, that used to be a common thing, and I wonder now why manufacturers don't make more of a standard, you know, basic quarter-ton style truck. You know, you look at the the even the new Rangers and Colorados and et cetera, they're darn near a half-ton full-size truck, mm-hmm. and they're thirty, forty thousand bucks. If they would make something that was more utilitarian, kind of as the Dakota or the older S10s or Rangers, I man, those things would fly off the shelves. People. That's a void that there's really nobody filling that mm. side of it. So well, and I tell you, part of me thinks I'd love to have a have a stick again. Yeah, manual transmission. Yeah. Yes, uh, it, I was in the shop the other day, and there was a younger guy, and he was probably early twenties, maybe. He's like, "Hey, that thing's a manual," and I'm like, "Hey." I do this for a living. I can drive a stick shift. <laughs> and he's like, okay, a lot of people can't. I don't know if it's true or not, but I've read at least in some parts of the country that your insurance is less because so few people know how to drive them, particularly younger people. That which would is make the, sense. Which is the demographic that generally steals vehicles yeah. that they don't get stolen. That would make sense. It's more, It's you participate more while you're driving. Yeah. And I yeah. enjoy that part I of it. I just like them. Oh, yeah. It makes a huge difference. All right. We got half the show gone. We're going to take a break and out at the bottom of the hour. Welcome back. You've got Sarah and Dustin, A1 Custom Car Care, giving a little like, uh, I guess, uh, where we came from discussion with <laughs> Mr. Nick Reed this morning. Um, so what has, as you have been, you know, we've had you in and, and you've seen us do some diagnostic work. You've seen us go through some even changes as you've watched our company over the last 10 years. We continue to adapt to an ever-changing industry. Was there anything that really kind of, you know, I guess caught you off guard or shocked you as far as, you know, it's not just we got a magic eight ball back there and it says, oh, you know, it must be your wipers or your rotors yeah. or whatever. So you've gotten to see kind of our dedication to mm-hmm. that. Um, did you think it was easy, What you know, what it is we do, or did you really get to see that, wow, you know, they put some effort into this? Uh, well, I remember a few years ago now, maybe it was, and you all were starting to integrate this some of this new technology. Mm-hmm. And I remember you were really keen on me seeing how yes. it worked. And so I went to one of the locations, and, and you had this device hooked yep. up to some vehicle. And then you're showing it to me, and and you're like, well, here's what this – and I, I look at it, and I'm like, how are you reading this? <laughs> This uh, I I don't know I guess in my head it would it would read out transmission problem yes. or something but it would just these all this stuff and I thought how the heck are you even do you even know what this means and so I obviously I know this is why you all 
go through all the training. Yes. So it's not just a matter of having all of the state-of-the-art technology, but knowing how to use it. Mm-hmm. And what I also learned that I thought was very interesting is people, you know, they say, oh, well, they buy all that fancy equipment. I'm the one who has to pay for it. Most people, if they think about it, when they get that that bill and they look at parts and they look at labor, labor is, you know, it's a very um, important part of that. And sometimes it's the bigger part of it. Mm -hmm. And so the less time there is on labor, the more money it saves you. And that's what some of that technology allows. Very much. It allows to pinpoint the source of the problem instead of recognizing, oh, there's something wrong with this. And then you fix it. Oh, nope, it's still something's wrong with it. Almost like when you have the old Christmas lights and you're changing one bulb (laughs) after another to try to figure out which one. It's a good analogy. Yeah, because, you know, until you get to that source bulb that's out, you don't know where the problem is, and so you're spending all that time doing it. Well, those that technology you have lets you bypass that, find that original bulb mm-hmm. automatically, and so um, it, it saves a lot of time, which can save a lot of money. Yeah. And I thought that that was, you know, it was just insightful. As you bring that up, that's, you know, I see all these deals on TV that, you know, you plug this thing in and your phone tells you what's wrong with your yeah. car or oh, the yeah. dealer dials in and i truly wish that was true and i I talk about that a lot that you know someday maybe it's going to be that easy and and even the big box parts stores you know free diagnostics Mm. in the parking lot the bottom line is you spend more money guessing or throwing parts at it because you didn't have the ability to get to the root cause it just drives me plumb nuts and then you a lot of times have experienced that well i've bought this and put this on there so and so did this 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 you know we've spent a thousand dollars at this point and so by the time you come in and see us, you're you're already upset because you've mm-hmm. spent a lot of money and not resolved the issue. And then, you know, we're like, hey, we need to charge for the checkout, which is very, very important. But what you're getting for the money is accuracy. You're getting to the bottom of what's going on. So it's often more in and I've done it time and time again. Um, I had a I had one a few years ago. A guy would put a starter on his car every year for the past five years. Even if it was under warranty, that's a lot of work. He finally got fed up, brought it into me. I would venture to guess that the original starter probably was not bad. It had a broken wire. I fixed a wire and got him up and going, and I've worked on the car since then. It's still going just fine. So getting to the bottom you know, as quickly and accurately as possible is always cheaper than what I call the shotgun approach, mm-hmm. which is where you just throw parts at cars, and eventually, hopefully, yeah. something sticks. So I I wanted you a part of that so you kind of get to see the behind the scenes of it and we'll try and do a better job with some videos and stuff you know for all of you out there. <clears throat> well that's another thing though that you do is, is so you've got the translation and that digital um, vehicle inspection. Yeah, digital vehicle inspection. I, I love that. I thing. knew Sarah yeah. was going to weigh yeah. in on that. Yeah, I well, love that. Well, I just had um my car in for another oil yes. change and I know that you said, oh, we've got a couple of things that we need to talk about, mm-hmm. but it's so nice to be able to go in there and see exactly what you're talking about, yeah. because sometimes what you say is really foreign to me. And and I, I don't intentionally be that way to where it's, but the industry is so, so complex. And I wanted to pick this up and, and we did the digital inspection probably close to two years ago. We continue to refine it and get better, A, because things are changing, but B, and, and back to the initial point, Nick, you and I were talking about earlier, and, and to, to prove Sarah's point here, my goal is not to have to sell you anything or put all these parts. I, I couldn't care less about any of that. It's a necessity of the business. But if I can get what's going on in my head 
and share that and get the folks to understand it at the level, you know, that, you know, the importance or, or, Hey, we can wait, or this is something we need to look at. If I can share that with the folks that we're dealing with now, all of a sudden I remove that uneasiness of not knowing. And that's at least one of my biggest stress points of when I'm dealing with something that I don't know Mm -hmm. is that I, I truly don't know. And then I work myself up and if I can inform or we can share that information you as the customer whether it's your car truck you you use it for work personal etc it's all important then you can make the best decision that fits you and you have that information in order to do it very very well and that digital inspection has been a huge asset and tool for us i love that and even if you don't know maybe what we're talking about maybe you've got a loved one that you know, you can show that digital inspection or send it to them and they can be like, yeah, wow, you need to get that taken care of or, you know, kind of help reiterate that. You don't have to take my word for it. We're sharing that information with you. We're going to do our best to advise you as, as efficiently as possible because I don't want you broke down. That's one of my biggest things for any of our folks. You know, if they have to call me with a tow truck, I, you know, I feel like I let them down a little bit. I'm like, dang it. You know, why didn't I catch that? But it happens. I've been broke down. You just got to know what to do with it. But as the industry changes, um, does Morgan ever get to see those? Do you ever send those to her? Uh, I don't think so. And, you know, I should force her to look at them. (laughs) I think that in her mind, she's like, I'm not going to understand anyway. Just, you know, take care of it. But it's not it's it's pretty palatable, would you say? Yes. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. It's as palatable as it's gonna as it yes. could possibly be. You don't. I always like to hear people outside of kind of our circle mm-hmm. um, of how the, because I want to continue refining it and getting it get better and better. If they're yeah. like, oh, here's a photo, but I don't have any idea what it you're looking at or a right. video or whatever it is. You know, I love the fact um, that we continue to adapt as a company. I feel like, um, well, and I've experienced it so. Um, when I was going through trade school, I had an amazing instructor. And basically, he said, you don't specialize in working on 85 Chevy pickups. And when he said that, I'm like, what the heck does that mean? He's like, well, 85 Chevy pickups are only going to be in production, and people are going to bring them for service for so long. He said, you learn them, but you never, ever stop learning. You never stop moving with it. So um, you'll notice in industries, when things change drastically, folks get out of the industry. You know, when carburetors left and fuel injection came, people got out of the industry. When distributor went to distributorless ignition, and I realize I'm, you know, maybe boring the crap out of you guys, people got out of the industry. People don't like change. No, they don't. Drastic change. What we I probably don't... saw that in the radio industry, too. Oh, Whenever yeah. we went from mm-hmm. carts okay. to Yep, when things automation. started going digital wow. and the old school people didn't want to learn because it's unknown and you're used to what you're used mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I mean, any industry. I didn't want. I don't want to get out of this industry. I love yeah. this industry. This is what I want to do. If I ever move, you know, someplace, I'm going to be in the automotive industry wherever I'm going. You got radio too. Well, that's true. This is, and I wanted to talk about that. We got maybe a couple minutes. We may bleed into the next segment. Um, how we ended up on the radio here was kind of your brainchild. You've had some some amazing, um, you know, opportunities. And we were out at lunch one day, and you, you kind of floated it by. And I can remember yeah. immediately, Nick, I don't know anything about radio. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, it was a gym steakhouse. It was, yes. And then, you know, Kent and I were driving back, and, and I remember your words. Just think about it. That's all you said. That was it. You dropped it out there. You Just think about it. I think it would be something cool. Uh, yeah. And then as we drove back, it's like, you know, maybe I could try it. 
and I can remember this as well. So Kent comes back. He's like, and I thought it would be like a one or two, mm-hmm. you know, episodes. And Kent's like, uh, we signed a year contract. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I looked at Kent, and, <laughs> yeah, and I oh, think gosh. even he came back to you, and he's like, well, what if this is a disaster? <laughs> and Nick's like, no, it won't be. But if something happens, I'll take care of it. Well, here's what I knew. You, you, you know what you're talking about. I mean, that's really it. As long as you are somebody who can communicate about a certain subject matter, you can do that. Because that's all this yeah. is. Now, there are the mechanics of it, you know, and the the skill part of it. Oh, yeah. And But the, the 98% of what you need to know, you already had. So I knew that. <laughs> it, because we would have discussions. Yeah. About, you know, go to lunch and you're talking to me about these things. And, you, I mean, you were doing a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, just didn't have breaks in between. I guess when the server came, that would be a there break. You, you know, stop talking about uh, it. And then. <laughs> pick it back up whenever the server walked away so i knew that you'd be able to do it because you had the ability to communicate about those things effectively well i cannot tell you how much i appreciate you having the faith um you know that hey we could do this and and it's been fantastic and the biggest kind of i guess payback for me has been the folks that you know come in and they're like thank you so much for sharing what's going on we, you know whether you come to us or whoever if you've got somebody taking care of you that's all i'm concerned about if you can do it yourself and you've got some questions and sarah you do an awesome job making sure we get the questions through and, and hopefully help some folks out there so i appreciate that greatly but we got one more break and we're going to wrap things up after this all right welcome back you've got dustin sarah and mr nick reed in the studio hello sarah I want you to elaborate a little bit on this uh, digital vehicle inspection. Is this something you ever thought that an automotive place would ever even bring out? No. I think other places should do this. I never thought that. But, yeah, I was actually looking at mine after we talked about it the last uh, segment. And it's such a good feeling to look at it when you've got a list of things in the green that are good to go and a couple of things that need further attention later down the road and nothing in the red yes i like how you guys break that down it works out really good do you ever share those with ryan at all oh absolutely what's his take on him is he like hey you know or is he like hey this is kind of neat yeah he thinks it's pretty cool because um oftentimes either um i won't ask if you guys can explain it for me because i'm usually (laughs) uh, on the on the road i'm pretty busy but it's nice to be able to take all of that information home to the husband and have him read it and kind of uh, decipher what it mm-hmm. says if there's something that's a little more confusing. Sure. And occasionally there is, but you guys do a really good job trying to explain it, mm-hmm. and then you include photos, too. I love that. That's a big deal. So, Sarah Nick, both of you guys are out with the listeners quite a bit. What has been kind of just your general experience? Because obviously we've been kind of, I want to say, a part of KSGF for a while. What uh, What is your normal kind of feedback when, when something like that comes up? Well, anytime a listener has a good experience with you all, they, I mean, they'll mention it, which good. I like. And a couple stand out in my mind. One, and he's talked about it on air, Tom Martz, mm-hmm. who is very... Very particular, very straightforward. He's not an erratic, like, you didn't do this right, (laughs) but he's just, you know, "Eh, these guys are great, these aren't, and so forth. And I remember him, actually, we were on air, and I think I was talking about 
you all and he was on and he said you know i took my car there and i thought oh lord what's he gonna say yeah. you know <laughs> because he will say if he had a bad experience he'll sure. let it be known i'm like oh no and he talked about it was I, I forget what the vehicle was but how all these different places he had taken it mm-hmm. nobody could fix the problem just no matter what they all did the same thing never they couldn't find out what was wrong and he said that you guys figured it out and it was uh, his grand prix i actually remember uh, this in particular um we had to take two runs at it we didn't get it the first yep, try i remember but i remember that he was that you guys took another shot yep. at it you didn't just say like everyone else well we don't know that's you know we did what we could do they had hung part after part after part mm-hmm. on it and uh it ended up having a connection or a wiring issue which is mm-hmm. so difficult i mean you think about this building if you know one thing gets chafed or, or broken or, or messed up, you know, it's, it's going to take a lot to figure out all these, you know, right. components that are all linked together. It's the same thing. Um, and so we did take two runs at that. That was our very first time, Jason and I, and, and I think Jason's his go-to guy, which is <laughs> wonderful because Jason's as good of a technician as anybody I've ever worked with. And so uh, he pretty much just takes care of Tom when he comes in. And I'm so thankful for that because this place is so much bigger than me. A lot of people think it's me. They come in and ask. They want me to take care of it. And and if I can, I will. Uh, but we have multiple locations and, and, you know, roughly 30 folks taking care of business. So uh, it allows me to have some time to come and spend over here with you guys at the studio. I want to kind of hopefully wrap things up because we were talking about this um, at the uh, the shop today about, uh, Sarah, you have Sarah's endorsements, and then you have Nick, you have Nick's uh-huh. endorsements. I don't understand what those are, and, I, I, and I'm not saying I'm completely ignorant, but I didn't really know about it, and I've heard you say it. Could you guys elaborate a little bit for me on that? Yeah, so um, I'm very particular about the partners we have that mm-hmm. i endorse we have a lot of great fantastic partners now that are on air fantastic advertisers so many of them locally some of them just don't have an interest even in that partnership i've turned away more endorsements than i've accepted sure um and i you know I, you if you weren't the first you were one of the two first uh that i've had and it's where i you know i'm I provide information, mm-hmm. right? Very well, um, very and, high level, by the way. And so, at the <clears throat> same time, I whenever we've got good partners like A One Custom Car Care, I want people to know that and to know, hey, listen, these aren't. I, I've got personal experience. You know, I'm telling you, just like I would, even if I wasn't on the radio, because people do that all the time, yeah. right? They always say, "Oh, you need to go to this guy. You need to go over here. They're fantastic." Uh, we've got the benefit of having the airwaves to be able sure. to do that, and so it's it's a very specific, uh, exclusive category. It doesn't mean that people who don't necessarily get endorsements don't you know deserve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, but it, it's 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 very specific, and um, it isn't something that we just hand out. Right. Um, it, it's not. You know, oh well, here's a form of advertising. Yeah, we'll do that endorsement thing. It, it doesn't work that way, and so it's just a way for us to be able to utilize our word of mouth mm-hmm. to to let people know about some of our partners. And so, my experience, I guess, um, from doing the breakfasts and 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 you know being around some of your other folks, um, they're very like minded people, and that makes kind of the communication part of it so much easier at least for me <laughs> you know um, Don Carragher is the one that yeah. comes to mind immediately you know when I think about you know having discussions with him I don't have to explain a lot of things because his mindset mm-hmm. is you know kind of in tune 
And Sarah, when you were kind of talking about, uh, and I haven't had the pleasure of doing business with him yet, but uh, one of your roofing companies that you had do a roof for you recently, I could immediately see that the you know the the military background mm-hmm. and the veteran part mm-hmm. of it that was a like minded, very easy we're transition. We're very in in tune with one another, so it's it's easy. And and that's extremely important because no matter what it is, whether you're getting a roof, whether you're getting a home loan, getting your car worked on getting legal things taken care of um it you you don't want to complicate that system any more than it already is so for you guys to have those like-minded in my opinion you know folks that are you know they're going to have similar values they're going to have similar beliefs you know um that's a big big deal so it's super cool you guys are doing that and i um I'm very thankful to be a part of that, you know, after 10 years and being kind of what I consider maybe the ground floor of it. That's a big deal. Yeah. Well, and I'm grateful that that we've got partners like you guys that we can recommend that I can say because, you know, I think it was you who said once and this really stood out talking about, you know, nobody most people don't like to come see yeah. us. And I really appreciated that you understood that. Yeah. Um, because it showed that you were in tune with the people that you work with. And, and so to be able to tell people that I have a trust with, you know, these people, they know what they're doing. They love, they love doing it, and they really try to honestly do a good job. Um, that's, I think, very beneficial. Everybody wins. Yeah. I mean, you know, the friends that listen win. You all win. We win. Everybody wins. And those those win-win-win situations actually do occur. Yeah. It's the continuing commitment. You know, and I've noticed that, you know, and, and I'll share this. This was one of Kent's um, concerns, which I, I know we talked about. Kent does a lot of our heavy lifting behind the scenes of A1 Custom Car Care. His biggest concern is you were going to get so big and, and be pulled into a national network <laughs> and that we were going to have to get in on the ground floor, you know, for as long as you were in Springfield. Your commitment to Springfield, Nick, mm-hmm. has been really, really cool, not just because, you know, we're a part of that. But, um, you know, I had shared earlier, you know, I honestly talk radio years ago and I was probably in my maybe mid 20s, early 20s back then. I didn't understand and then the older I got, the more involved in the community mm-hmm. in in uh, and I don't want to say politics, but I guess it is. But and then you know in the workforce, you know, essentially I figured out that hey, you better be informed. You know, it's easy to just turn on the radio and tune out and waste all that time. But how about we spend that time maybe trying to fill in some of these ignorant gaps, if you mm-hmm. will, for me. You know, hey, if I don't know what's going on in the current events. You know, they'll pull some crazy things behind oh, yeah. the scenes if, if uh, us as a mass is not paying attention. So the fact that, A, you know, if it's a dumb decision, regardless of who it is, you do a great job of putting it out there. And I always enjoy listening to how you present things. Um, one of my biggest, uh, hopefully, work personally is to be a great conversationalist. And even if you have opposing views, if you're a good conversationalist, you can do that in a manner that both parties will listen. And you absolutely have mastered that, by the way. Well, and you're I... very kind. <laughs> and everyone who always says things along the lines of, you know, we're afraid that you're going to go somewhere, you know, yeah. or this or that. Very, very, very kind. I, I've always said... Uh, I, I'll go anywhere as long as I don't have to leave here. There you go. <laughs> and that's true. I, I love I, that. I don't want to have no interest in, in going anywhere else. I, the show, if it, you know, yeah, it could be anywhere, but as long as I'm here. 
Man, that's fantastic. And it's such a big part of the community. I see people out all the time and and if they've not gotten to meet you as of uh, you know in person which you uh have great access by the way with all the events you guys do, you know they're always like, "Hey, you know, yeah, I know you talk, you know, with Nick Reed from time to time. You're the same whether we see you out somewhere here. I mean, just the absolute, just this is who you are. And I love that about you. That well, is really, nice. really cool. I usually do try to prepare people. You're, you're probably going to be a bit disappointed. <laughs> I get asked that all the time, yeah. what you're like. And so I'm how, like, do, how do you feel that question? I'm like, well, he's a little more goofy than what you think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to have fun. You know, you got to be, you know, if you're serious all the time, you know, even on big instances, you're going to lose kind of, you know, the, the end game plan that, you know, this should be good. This should be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Don't make life great. any difficult. Yeah, totally. You're a pretty good boss. You know that? Oh, well, listen. Look at that. That's a huge, Aww. huge compliment. Yeah, well, I know. Thank you. Well, hey, if you have any questions, big or small, it doesn't matter. You can reach out to us. You can give us a text, 447-5743. You can also message us on our Facebook, 1041KSGF. Nick, thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, guys. It was fun. You guys have Yay. a great weekend. Bye.